it next to the phone? Or the phone next to the microphone? If you move it next to the microphone. Doesn't matter. Okay. Hmm. That was strange. A little uh, technical difficulties <laughs> yeah, technical right off difficulties. the bat. <laughs> Why not? That's uh, a sign of things to come. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> my name is Dylan. Yeah, my name is Joel, and this is the uh, Whiskey to Whiskey podcast. First episode. Correct. Podcast. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna do a unique format. We're gonna surprise each other with whiskeys each episode. Well, not every episode, but most episodes. Yeah. And um, we're gonna switch, take turns. I'm gonna bring a high end one time, and then the next episode, I'm gonna bring a low end one, and he's gonna bring the high end one. And we surprise each other with these whiskeys. We have no idea what's coming, and. No. We taste them, we give our comments, and... Uh, Lit, real live reactions, Yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> we are amateur as can be. Yeah, and, pretty amateur. Uh, what you will not get is a edited, highly edited uh, version of a uh, description of a whiskey. You're just going to get a lot of uh, raw <laughs> Yeah, <reactions>. raw. <laughs> not so smart stuff. But right. we're we're in the whiskey. I'm I'm yeah. the bourbon, the American whiskey guy, rye, so forth. And Dylan, on the other hand, is the uh, international guy. Yeah, my wife bought me a book called Whiskey Opus back in 2013, I think. I started to get into whiskey then, and uh, looking at this book, I was surprised at how many distilleries there were in Scotland. And I'm like, uh, I have to check some of these out, or most of them out. So I've been mm-hmm. going through as many as I could um, of these Scottish distilleries and trying various scotches throughout the years. And so I am a big Scotch fan, primarily uh, Irish whiskey, mm. world whiskey, basically. I guess. Yeah, yeah. and Japanese and Japanese, yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that I like about this podcast and when we decided to do it because I could introduce some new stuff to Dylan and he could do the same for me I actually bought some scotches this week that I didn't think I was going to buy but here we are (laughs) I like uh, I like bourbons and rye and sour mash whiskey for cocktails primarily but Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get into you know the sipping the sipping stuff yeah yeah, trying to. So hopefully this can be informative to people. Um, everyone's taste buds are different, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you might like the same whiskey that we dislike, or you may dislike the same whiskey we like. Yeah, who knows? And then we could uh, disagree quite strongly on on some whiskeys. We've recorded a few uh, trial runs on this podcast, mm-hmm. and we have. We've come across a couple of whiskeys we had different opinions on. So, you get a little mm. of that, too. Mm-hmm. So, that should be a good tie-in to uh, explain the point system. Okay. I know you could explain it better than I can. Well, I thought, to kick it all off, we could talk about the 100-scale system, the point system. Mm-hmm. And what, it, what we have come to learn of it, you know, how we view it. Anyway, when we see a number, we equate it to a certain quality of whiskey. And um, uh, and also, if we what we are going to rate 
on this podcast how we are going to rate. Are we going to rate the same as we know it to be, or are we going to rate differently? Yeah. Okay, the buzzing is back. And it goes away. And it goes away. Is there a wire that might be just a tad bit loose? I don't know. You think? I have no idea. I can hear it still buzzing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. Okay. We're going to have to stop it. Hmm, that's weird. Okay. Hey, we're back. I think we fixed it. Yeah. I think we got to the bottom of that buzzing. So... The point system. 100. I thought maybe we could take turns going down by, like, maybe groups of five. Like, 96 to 100. And then 90 to 95 type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you say what you think of when you think of those numbers. And I'll say what I think of when I when mm-hmm. we talk about those numbers. Mm-hmm. So, start with 100 to 96. Okay. Your opinions. Hmm. Is it even attainable to get a hundred whiskey in your well? In your I, view, I could think of some. Have they ever been? Have you ever come across a whiskey that was a hundred? I believe so. Really, I have. <clears throat> huh. So, someone that's listening to this, um, they could fact check me. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I will assume these two whiskeys should be one hundred. And they're both bourbons. Um, George T. Stagg. And William William LaRue Weller is one. Okay. And William LaRue Weller is is probably the best bourbon I ever had in my life. Hmm. All right. That's part of that B-Tech collection that Buffalo Trace does. Special edition stuff. You can attain it. But you're going to be paying, you know, crazy secondary prices. And you have to know someone to know someone that would give it to you for the um, retail price, which would be 100 bucks. Really? That's how much they, they are if you could get it at that price. But huh. you never will. <laughs> right, because they only make a small batch or whatever. Uh, they probably make plenty. It's just oh, all about just gets who gets it. Taken up so fast. Yeah. <clears throat> if you were to think of a hundred score whiskey, what would it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> only when Dylan talks. <laughs> uh, what would it? What would you describe? How would you describe it? Oh man! First, for me, like the George T. Stag and also the William Loweller. LaRue Weller are both barrel proofs. I love barrel proof. Has to have a high percentage. Has to be. Can't remember the Zach age statement of WLW because I'm tired of saying William LaRue Weller. <laughs> it's kind of a tongue twister. But I know for sure the George T. Stagg is a 15 year. And you were getting hazmat editions of that from the jump, like 140 proof. And it couldn't even taste it. That's how good it was. Hmm. So it has to have like stuff like that. The mouthfeel has to be good. And the finish has to be extremely long. Right. I agree on that. 
Uh, it's like when I think of a whiskey that has to have a 100. When I first had George T. Stag and also, well, when I first had George T. Stag, I'm like, I have to put down the cup and do a little dance afterwards. Like, <laughs> man, that is the best bourbon I ever had. That same day, had the William LaRue Weller. <laughs> oh, man. It it was just crazy how good that was. But, um, yeah. It, it has to be something that knocks you off your feet. Right. But it's, it's, it's everyone's opinion. Because 100 can't get any better, so. Yeah. Someone. When you're at 100. If someone out there hears me say about Jersey Stag and WLW being the you know, breadwinners of the 100 score, they may disagree because they probably had something that I never had. Right. Because there's so much out there. Something that's timeless, you could never get sick of it, and it is just, it just knocks your socks off, like you said, every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, I, I, well, I've never heard of 100, so I don't know. I, I can't really speak of it. But I... Uh, it has to be one out there. No. It has to be one out there. It's got to be, I guess. There is. I've heard of wines being 100. We should do that for our uh, next episode, try to look it up online to see, but depending on their point system, we see what happens. <laughs> okay, the buzzing. Uh, it's funny how this has never happened before. All right, here's what we're going to do. Pause it. One more time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we fixed the problem. Well, I think. Buzzing or not, we're going to continue. Yeah. Just and, uh, bear with us, people. Yeah. First mm-hmm. episode, we're going to get better over time, we promise. <laughs> if not, Maybe. Just, just unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the point system... So a hundred. Okay, we've talked yeah. about a hundred. Now, going like ninety-seven range, ninety-six, ninety-seven, ninety-eight range. Uh, what do you think of, or what have you had? Ninety-seven, ninety-eight range, man. Of course, all this is uh, personal sure. opinion. I mean, there's a couple of uh, Elijah Craig barrel proofs out there. That's come out in the past that I probably thought were best in the world at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, some Stag Juniors that have come out before that I thought were pretty daggone good. Um, there's so many of them. How I many whiskeys do you have that you would rate a 97? That I have now? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking what I get on the top shelf. Yeah, but like ten. Uh, maybe, maybe fewer. I will five. say I I want to say five okay. or less. Yeah, I could see that. That's ninety-seven is a high number. That's ninety-seven and above. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five or less. I've had one whiskey that <laughs> oh this is terrible <laughs> um, I'll say 
Let's no, keep no. keep rolling and just unplug it, I guess. Yeah, I. Yeah, sorry, I people. Had one whiskey and the walking does not help. <laughs> Man on the street. Man on the street. I'm in the storm telling you how windy it is. Okay. I had uh, Yamazaki 18, which I, to this day, has been. Your, best your whiskey, that best you whiskey had, I've right? ever had. It was just, I would rate that a 97 easy. Okay. Easy. Absolutely. This thing could question for reach you, out and grab you from th- three, four feet away. It was just amazing. That, uh, well, has to open up a little bit, but that fresh cork pop that we had a few weeks ago of that Calumet 15 year that I had. Yeah. That we said, I said it was a 92? Yeah, or it could be higher, actually. Because right. that, it was so oily and, oh man, so good. Yeah. So, okay. uh, another thing about that point system, what we just said, like, because what, that Yamazaki or the 18? Mm-hmm. I mean, what is the retail on that? Probably. I think it just keeps going up and up and up. Just I've up seen, and up. I've seen 800... And then you I've can't really find that in the store, right? I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm sure you could order it somewhere for $1,200, but... Yeah. Another thing that we're going to do with this podcast, too, other than the points, it is going to kind of prove some things or help a lot of people that some of this um, rare, allocated stuff you can't get your hands on, there are some good stuff that sits on shelves that people just don't pay attention to yeah. like that Calumet 15 that I was talking about people know about it but I was able to obtain it and it didn't break the bank and it was like pretty high quality mm. a 15 year yeah so it was, it was really good alright now let's talk about 90 to 95 90 to 95 Ah, man. Now, this is what you know of. Our, this is your um, understanding of the rating system. When yeah. I think of the 90 to 95, to me, that is my sweet spot. That's yeah. where I, that's, I strive to get into that range of whiskeys. For me, 90 to 95, I don't know. Um... For what I have every day, especially in the bourbon, rye, and American whiskey world, I would say probably 85 to 90 for me. Mm-hmm. That's my range. And then if I'm doing pretty good, find something that I yeah. can't get anywhere else. Yeah. You know, that 90 to 95. Pretty much me too. Yeah. So I would say overall for us, and maybe <laughs> for most of the people that are listening to us, it's probably, for us, it's probably 80 to 95, probably. Sometimes low 70s. Have so, you seen any ratings in the 70s for a whiskey? No, because I, I, I never look at the rating standpoint that much. I, I'll, I will see some scores, what people give, but usually to me... I never pay attention to that right. kind of stuff because, yeah. like, for instance, I know you got they do your this, eyes on the higher numbers. <laughs> they do that spirits competition in California or whatever, 
And if they review a single barrel, like for instance, Henry McKenna, you still could get that on the shelf all the time, and it was affordable. And it's a good whiskey. It's a bottle and bond, 10-year whiskey, 100 proof, because it has to be 100 proof. Super good. Like, you could get it for like 35 bucks or so. They did that, and it actually won Best Whiskey. The 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 people that um, voted for it, or whatever, the spirit, I can't remember the, somewhere in San Francisco. But it was a single barrel. Each single barrel is different. So that bottle that they agreed on to be the best bourbon, or best whiskey, was probably different from all the other bottles that people sure. get. So that's the only thing I don't... I disagree with the these point systems sometimes. I don't know how it is with Scotch or the international whiskeys about there. I know they do batches, but I don't know how far apart they can be from some of the Americans. It's kind of nice that some reviewers will re-review a whiskey every yeah, now gotta and then. Yeah, got to come back to it. Come yeah. back to it every like 3 or 4 years and be like, "Okay, this is the uh, 2017 review." Just to see if it's yeah. changed. Or and, if, and if you're doing reviews off of fresh, what which sometimes we're going to be doing too, um, sometimes you just can't let that sit as that. Like, that can't just be your first impression of it and keep it right. Head. Yeah. Because that's the air out. It just changes over time. All right. So the 82, so the, the 90 to 95 range, you say and we kind of both say the same thing it seems like that it is a yeah that's part of my it's a wheelhouse right there yeah it's like what you want to get yeah i mean you don't obviously you want the 97 point whiskey but you probably yeah, you won't find come it or a, can't yeah. buy it yeah exactly um so the 90 to 95 uh we already covered right mm-hmm. <laughs> okay mm-hmm. 85 to 90 yeah, pretty much cover that too. It's pretty much yeah stuff that I personally think that's around that category, which is probably most of the bottles that I yeah. have. I would say, as as the rating system I know, uh, if a whiskey is rated at an eighty six or eighty seven, that's absolutely acceptable. Oh, yeah, that's I'd good. go for it. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the very characterful whiskeys out there are eighty six. Yeah. And they have a lot of character, and it's like only found in that one whiskey. Yeah. Now, not not all that stuff out there is worth eighty or even seventy. There's some bad whiskey that I have had. Yeah. They they're cocktail worthy at best. <laughs> now, now we're talking eighty to eighty-five. Eighty to eighty-five, I'd still buy. I still buy. Yeah, I, I still buy that too. I would say, I still buy some seventies if they're written rated that. Man, Rittenhouse. I Rittenhouse know. Rye. Is that is that an eighty to eighty five? Eighty to eighty five range. Could be higher because that is a sleeper. But yeah, it, it probably is. Use just that in a mixed cocktail, and it's great. Straight up, it's really good. I mean that that in a Manhattan is ooh, great. Yeah, secret secret weapon. Um, and then eighty, okay, below eighty. What are your thoughts? 
Um, some could be good sippers, like slept on. Like, oh man, this is actual good whiskey. Don't look at the junky label and the price. And then sometimes it could just be something that's a good mixer. Something that's like a little bit less than Wittenhouse. Sure. But there's so many of those bottles that probably probably could be in that mid eighty, late eighty range, in the mid and late eighties. Cause uh, mm-hmm. just because of the hype, it, some profound reviewer says that it's the best in the world, or they win some type of competition, yeah. then you won't be able to find it. Yeah, cause there there's a lot. I can name a few off my head, like uh, Old Granddad One Fourteen. On old granddad bottle and bond, Evan Williams bottled and bond. It's it's a slew of them out there. Yeah, to me, as as I know the rating system, it kind of stops. Eighty is like a tipping point of good whiskeys and above eighty. Yeah, and then below eighty is kind of like it just falls off the deep end as you go down quickly. Sort of like it goes from 100 to 95. That's a sharp curve right there. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. 100. You go to 100 to 99, that's a big drop. Because you're talking about the best of, you know, the doesn't get any better to 99. Well, it's got a ways to go to get to perfection. Yeah. And then 80, you know, there's a bigger jump there than there is from 80 to 81. You know, it's like there's a little difference there. It's a little better, but not a huge amount of difference. And that's kind of how I know this, the the scale, the, yeah. the 100 scale. Mm-hmm. And so, but I don't really know anything below that. Yeah, because we, we, we won't buy anything below that, <laughs> which which we could I mean, with this podcast, because we're going to be, you know. Theoretically, the 100 scale... I mean, it's not linear. Oh, no. So it, it kind of goes steep slope right away, and then it kind of trails out at a slower slope at around 80 to and below. But since, mm-hmm. it's, since it is a 100 scale, wouldn't 50, 50 be like um, mediocre, like... 51 would be considered good, and then 49 would be considered bad. <laughs> I mean, it could. Well, otherwise, why are we? Why are we? Well, you know how my point, scale. My my point system is different. <laughs> what's, what's your point system? <laughs> you know how I read stuff. Like if I have something bad, I'm like, yeah, that's a sissy five. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so let's start talking about how we're gonna rate. How are we gonna rate in this podcast? Uh, yeah, we gotta kind of set that in stone before we start reviewing stuff. Um, and is there? I I I I want to say that for us personally, if we well, because we don't have to have the same review or scale, but I'm thinking 100 to 90. That's pretty much great from that that range. Uh, yeah. 90 to 80 
is good. Yeah. Eighty eighty to seventy is fair. And then when you get to that that sixty range, it's like <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna say that it's awful. You're gonna be like, well, it was it was drinkable. <laughs> it's drinkable. It's drinkable. That should be our thing. Like it's a it's drinkable. Okay. And then if it gets lower than that, then we could just find another word to describe that, like <laughs> non-drinkable or don't drink that at all. Yeah. But hopefully we don't get ones like that. But I know we're probably going to come around a few. I might try to throw in some. If I find the world's worst whiskey, I will throw it in there. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> because I want to know how low a number it can actually go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like a four in the forties. Well, what would that taste like, dude? I even don't want to know. Uh, and that means it's it's a forty. It's probably something that you drink and spit out right away. You would think. That means that begs the que- the question of what does a thirty taste like, and what I does a twenty taste like? I, I give you a forty, and I hope he's listening to this podcast. But I know he's not. But that rapper G Easy, he has this stuff called Steelhouse. Mm. My father-in-law bought this a while ago. This is when I'm cutting my teeth and stuff. And at this time, I kind of have some knowledge in bourbon. I know, like, Buffalo Trace, Elijah Craig. This is the stuff that you need to do. Because I watch other YouTubers and podcasts. And it kind of led me in the right direction. Sure. So he's like, yeah. Yeah, I got this uh, still house. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me try it. So it's like in a tin can type of thing. <laughs> oh, like, I, uh, I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's a, almost like it's a tin. Like paint thinner. Yeah, like a, it's like in a flask form type thing, but it's like something that you have paint thinner in. Sure. It's a tin. So, not a tin. <laughs> a tin. But, uh, poured it. Color was okay. Not much on the nose. Took the sip. And I felt bad because I didn't want to do this to him. And I'm like, Mike, you, you got anything better? Because I, uh-huh. I can't drink this, man. I can't. That bad. It yeah. was, it was and he considered had to give me something bourbon? Else. Uh, it's considered a whiskey. I, oh. I can't even remember what it is. But it's his line, G-Eazy. Which he didn't, my father-in-law didn't know. But that's one thing too. Celebrity whiskeys. Stay yeah. far from those. <laughs> yeah. Some of those are not that great. Some are okay. I have had George Clooney's tequila. That's oh, the pretty good. Casamigos. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. Not whiskey, but right, not whiskey. I, I don't know of any famous, blackened, famous people that have a blackened distillery. is uh, Metallica. Hmm. We could. We. I'm sure we're ha- gonna have to try that. Yeah, but yeah, this is pretty much what the podcast is gonna be all about. Hopefully, we won't bore too many people. If so, I don't think we care. And to finish it off with the rating <laughs> system, a one would be. I mean, a one would have to be considered whiskey, technically, and it could yeah. kill you. <laughs> like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be poison, right? 
Yeah. You would you would live if you drank. The it. ones that I will probably rate a one are some of those flavor ones that are out there. There are some good flavor oh, yeah. ones out there, but there are some ones I do not yes. want to touch. Like, the, yeah, Jim mm-hmm. Beam Apple. Ugh. No. Right. I don't know Jim Beam Apple. The worst beer I ever had was a blueberry beer. It was just... The oh, worst. Was it was I don't remember. Yeah. I remember it being blueberry, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> try it. And it was disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything more to say uh, on this podcast, the the introduction to this podcast? Should yeah, we this is our introduction. Else? Hopefully you guys didn't, or hopefully everyone's still listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm going to rate things in the 70s, and I will even say that it's worth buying if it's in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, it could be. You know, if there's something about it. I'm a sucker for character. So if a whiskey has a unique flavor or character I like, I don't care if it's got a no-age statement or whatever, or, you know, if it's, it's $16 a bottle, I still think it's worth it. I yeah, mean, there's, yeah. There's things I've come across that are cheap, or, or and some of those uh, cheap things, they could be rated higher. Yeah. Than the seventies. Yeah. Because they're slept on. Yep. So it's going to be interesting. The things that we're going to be recording and what we got in the future. Yeah. Um, follow us on uh, Instagram, whiskey to whiskey, and that's whiskey with the e underscore two whiskey. Without a e, kind so of all T-O. one word. T o w h i s k y. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, we will see you on episode two, where yeah, we're gonna two. kick off the uh, high and end and low end uh, surprises. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you guys then. See ya. <laughs>